Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rare room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it And anybody can get it, no limit We get to kill it, you tuning in to the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic, even the random It's a brand I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rare room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I was trying to hold it in. Oh, my God. I was trying to hold it. the whole microphone. Oh, oh dear Jesus. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm so excited. All right, go ahead. Continue. You see what I got to do with that? I, 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 I was trying to hold it. I was trying to hold it. You've just gone up in my esteem. You, see what I'm saying? You, are, you are man among men, brother. The power of Christ compels you. I know. I know. The power of the squeak. Okay, I'm good now. Oh my God. I let it out. I'm relaxed. That may so, be my first first one of them. Was it? Yeah. Ever. See, see, you ain't winning done yet. This uh, heifer right here, okay? Let me tell you. So, you made me forget my shit. What's up, y'all? Hey. It's your boy, mm-hmm. Hilliard Guest. And <laughs> you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it street. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. What? We keep it what? 2015. 2015. Hello yeah. there. Hoody-hoo. So, on this show, we discuss entertainment, yes. TV, Film, music, culture, but our focus is always stories, craft, uh, uh, what else? So, God yeah. damn it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Writing. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> I can't even think <laughs> the real, the, the real bottom level. Yes. The basement sludge. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the beginning. Look, you got, you got my damn, my, my microphone levels making weird shit. Uh-oh. She yelling all in the microphone. Hey, hey, hey. You two at the party. Hey. I'm just a guest. You know, hey. I, I take no responsibility. Hey. For microphone went. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, she woke up today. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so let y'all hear her voice. Yes. That's my girl. It's me. That's Lisa Bolakaja. Hey. As you know, we call her the street nerdist. Mm-hmm. Why we call you that? Well, I don't know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it up one day and it stuck. You know what? That's actually how it I didn't, happened. I didn't, have a heart, I didn't have a heart to break you down over that. Yes, so you got to choose my battles. That's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, for those who don't know, we call this bitch a street nerdist. <laughs> Because sometimes she comes to you free, and sometimes she comes to you with a little bit of fun. If you don't stop yelling in the microphone, first of all, I don't don't understand. Ain't nothing but my cousin Jeff over here. Ain't nobody. Nephew Jeff. Well, I say you said nephew Jeff. Nephew. I'm everybody's nephew. (laughs) No, but you have to understand. Okay, we'll get into it, though. But I've been a fan for years. I've been like the quiet stalker. That's, well, the, the, be- that's the, the best kind of stalker. No, we like that kind of stalker. I don't think I should say stalker because it sounds so creepy. I think admirer. Is, I, I can't help you. You okay. have to choose whatever the word okay. you deem appropriate. Oh, Look, a fan so, from afar. <laughs> we call her the street notice, y'all, because she's crazy. Let's just leave it that. Mm-hmm. Now, fuck it. Y'all know what? Let's yeah. just get into the show. Okay. Y'all ready? Let's get it in. Okay. So we got a special, special guest for you guys today. Super duper special, especially for all of you sci-fi genre motherfuckers. All you, all you fanboys, y'all motherfuckers gonna go crazy on this one. We got my cousin, my home team, my big bro. Why is it always the good people? You always get the show cousin. Because didn't make it sound like we've been we've been hanging out <laughs> forever. forever. <laughs> I got, right, I got go a ahead. phone number. He be calling me. Go you got a better place go than ahead. I got. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, this ain't nothing but the projects over wow. here. Shh. 
shit. You know, yeah. We we brought Jeff Thorpe over yeah. here down here to the project, y'all. Y'all know how we do it. Bill Gates Heights. That's what this is. <laughs> I go. You know what they call this? What? This is Hancock Park adjacent. adjacent. Oh, get out! <laughs> it is. Don't you love that? They're renaming it's my around, little region. It's around exactly. the corner. Oh my exactly. god! It's, not, it's Hancock Park, but it's just yeah, around the like corner. You can see Hancock Park from your left window. <laughs> exactly. From your left front window. You gotta peek out. Yeah. Peek out. If you stand yeah, on that chair. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just geeking out because we have okay, Jeff Thorne good. and he's I've been a fan for a long, long time. So a lot of you. Can might I introduce? Okay, go ahead. <sighs> this is gonna be one of them shows. Okay, y'all. I'm gonna be good. I'm this gonna girl, sit, look, look, let me sit my. Somebody Gatorade. get the coffee and no those. This motherfucker right here. Oh, I think they'll be awake. <laughs> <laughs> let me sit my Gatorade, y'all. Go ahead, go ahead. So look, for those of you who know, y'all motherfuckers right now should stand up. I've said it about a couple other people, but goddamn it, stand the fuck up. Y'all motherfuckers, give us a Spock fucking, what they call it? What's the little sign he used to do? What's the little, what's the little, uh... You mean the Vulcan? Uh, yeah, the Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> live long and prosper. Oh, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Long exactly. And prosper. All uh-huh. y'all Spock heads, all y'all Trekkies need to be giving them one of them things right now. <laughs> <laughs> you said one of them things. You know. It doesn't have a name. <laughs> it doesn't have a name to There's it. There's no you name. Know what I'm saying? The V, motherfucker, the V. The, the, God damn it. The Vulcan. <laughs> the Vulcan shout out? We like you. Okay. Symbol. We, we are. I go, the Vulcan pound and shit. Yeah, that's what it is. That's basically the Vulcan pound. Vulcan pound. Okay. So we got my man, Jeff Thorne, you guys. I'm talking writer, producer, uh, author, uh, comic book freaking uh, uh, author. What do, you, what do you call that? Uh, writer? Just comic yeah, book yeah, writer? Yeah, comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, no, I'm, I know I'm forgetting some other shit. What else? Um, that kind Pimp of dog. I mean, uh, stop you know. it. Uh, 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 I think that's it. I do animation. I write, okay. write yeah. some animation. Okay. Um, the the uh, people in my writer's room will not forgive me if I don't mention a long time ago I was an was actor. That, that? That's right. Oh, yeah, right. we're going to get into that. Mm. We're, gonna get into that. Uh, we're not going to get too deep into it. Okay. Come know. on now. One of her favorite shows you was on. <laughs> dear God. God. Dear God. Well, um, it was one of the shows when I used to go to college and I would come home and like when I had the night off from school or work and it was my show. Okay. I would come home and it was just soothing. And you, okay. It was soothing? It was so- it That's was a- not what a lady likes to hear. No, no, no. <laughs> No, it was it was one of those shows where well okay anybody out there not who remembers in the heat of the night mm-hmm. well let's just get into it Chad, we yeah know, here okay. we go let's, let's you bring know it. and so the year I'm be like what's his name on the Golden Girls <laughs> picture it the year okay. was but anyway so I was I was going to San Diego State and I was working and a lot of, and this is before they had like you know we didn't have DVRs and stuff like that and so you have to catch did a we show. have VCRs back then we had VCRs like the, they said they were some big money that's all we had we all right? we had you that's know had. but mm-hmm. at, at the time uh-huh. though we didn't have unlimited uh, space so we didn't have that many VCRs so True I would that. have to try to take my show and so I would take my little shows and I would come home mm-hmm. and one of the shows I used to enjoy watching was In the Heathen Night mainly because it had some really great actors on there mm-hmm. and it was one of the few shows in the 90s and the 80s, well 80s actually late 80s early late 80s, 80s yeah it was kind of like there weren't that many black male characters uh-huh. on TV you know, and so it was really nice to see black characters who were just being themselves. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite characters is what Jeff played, which was sweet. <laughs> and we loved him. One number one, I have to say, because you, he was so adorable on that show. Like we he had was like on the there biggest, for a long time, yes. you? yeah, almost we the had, wheels came yes. on. Yes, and we you had, like, grew up on that movie. Yes, yeah. and me and my friends, we had a crush on his character. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah, we loved that. Because yeah, come on, Jeff, think of it. We didn't have that many that's young true. brothers on the show. That's true. Yeah. So that's when we true. did see stuff, either it was like some rapper, it was print, like all. 
we had, all we had, people. Pimp number seven. <laughs> no, no, all we had really, we had like for celebrity, we had like Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. And then for actors, we know there's not there wasn't that many young male actors on TV True. that you can just like, oh, he's so dark. So literally, that you knew their name, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. so literally, unless it was Gary, I mean, we Gary, enjoyed what's his name, Gary Coleman, Coleman or some yeah. shit. So you didn't yeah. have that. So mm-hmm. me and my friends who were going to San Diego State, go mm-hmm. Aztecs, we would like tape our little thing. Sometimes we get together after like you know studying and we'd watch in the heat of the night, freaking me the hell out. And so we would sit there like, here comes Wilson Sweet, here he comes. He oh my God, he's so adorable. He flashbacks. Now and shit. mind you, now mind you, flash forward many years later, I'm sitting at Comic Con. Uh-huh. Well, my homegirl, Sonia Still, we come in. I have a bunch of friends. I said, y'all need to come. We were at the black panel. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in the audience, you know, and I look over and I'm like, I know that dude from somewhere. <laughs> now, mind you, this is Jeff Thorne sitting there on his computer laptop typing away. And I'm like, I know this dude. <laughs> and he looks I can't... like the dude who ate Wilson Smith. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, we were like, I know this dude. I know those eyes from somewhere. Aww. So literally we were sitting behind you. I don't, you were like two, like you were two seats ahead, two rows. Right. Right over, and I go, I know. And finally, Sonia Steele goes, Wilson Sweet. And I'm like, Don't say it out loud, don't say it out loud because, because you know, because you know, they, you know, people, you know, they, they get into acting and they do writing and they get out mm-hmm. of that. Sometimes they don't, and we don't know. Maybe he didn't like being on the show, maybe he had issues. Sure. Maybe we don't know. Maybe there was a bad time. It was like, Don't mention maybe, it. Maybe he sounds bad. So, yeah. all I said was, I remember <laughs> I kind of looked over and we were, you know, in the middle of the thing, I said, Oh, I see you're typing on. I remember you said something like either you were writing on a blog or you're writing for something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, he's a writer too. And I thought, Oh, it's cool. He's at a Comic Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About a year later, I'm in the bookstore, a couple friends, and it's mm-hmm. like, Jeff, no, that can't be the same dude. It was like a Star Trek, one of the books. My friends mm-hmm. love reading the books that are made from like movies and TV shows. Sure. I'm like, just can't be the same. Type it up. Sure enough, it was Jeff Thorne. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, he's a writer too? Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Flash forward a little forward. I'm sitting here watching TV one day, and I, I'm, you know, I love to binge watch. Right. And I look at. She's following you. She's really. No, is. no, no, don't, don't. But in a nice way. In a nice it's very way. sweet. It's no, like a nun like, stalking. No, it's like yeah. when you see somebody who you admire on TV as an actor, and you realize they're a nerd geek blurred too. Oh, yeah. Your heart just goes, you're not alone, and you just feel so excited. Yeah, and so you're that's just, true. And it's true. That's very true. You get true. excited because you don't think of this. Like, oh my God, he's totally awesome, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that, that's not true. No. And then it literally, I was watching TV. She went too far. I was watching TV, and a lot of my friends were into the TV show Leverage. I'm like, let me just sit and watch, like a binge watch an episode. And one of the episodes, I remember I got up, I had made some tea, and they said, writer, director, and then it said, written by Jeff Thorne. I'm like, oh my God, is this Jeff Thorne? He's like freaking everywhere. I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to watch the show. I'm going to watch it. And I love the show. And then from him being on that show, and then when he went to the librarians, I told told Paul that that was the only reason why I went to go watch the librarians. Because it was like, Jeff had written on there, I really love leverage, I love the humor, I love that, and I thought, you know what? Let me go see what this well, show is Well, let's about. talk about something. Before, okay. before so that's we get my stalker, in. That's my Jeff Thorne stalker I, You are story. the mildest stalker I've ever had. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a respectful stalker. That's right. All you stalkers. Chicken gush. That's yeah. Cool. Chicken All you gush. future stalkers, yes. you just were told that was your, that's your handbook. <laughs> that's how you do it. And then you discreetly follow them on and Twitter. Then you are more than that. You don't do any further than like, that. Hey, exactly. Maybe you can have a podcast. But there exactly. it is. Yeah. So that's my, my Jeff but Thorne look, stalker story. So, so, so while, while you just mentioned something. Okay. So let's give a shout out to Paul Gio. Paul Gio. We got to give him some props. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For, for introing us to you also. We and appreciate me, that. And you to me. Because I yeah. didn't know the Paul, Paul said. I'm you, doing what, this podcast. What do you mean you didn't know who we I were? I did not know. What do you mean you didn't know? I, I am, I'm, ab- I'm up now. <laughs> he's busy. Oh. Like, he's writing. Paul, I don't. Hit I don't, the eject button over there. Stop Let's it. Stop it. I don't listen to any podcast. <laughs> he's a writer. Like, um, <laughs> he's I a would, writer. You guys and Children of Tendu are the only Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Children of Tendu. Once I heard Paul's, I was like. 
oh. And I went back and started binging you guys. Oh, cool. I mean, you I have way it. too many episodes. I but <laughs> uh, I listened to a bunch of them. And I, I was like, it. all right, this is, this is, it's fun, but it's real. Mm-hmm. So why not do it? Yeah. You know, and Paul had a ball. He came out of there skipping around. We had a um, ball. Which oh, Paul, that's so cute. Paul, Paul doesn't skip. So when, if you see him skipping, <laughs> you know, it's real. As long as he ain't twerking, yeah. it's we good. That yeah. is an image I don't need in my mind. That's Thank all pause. That's that. all pause for a moment. Paul, yeah. let's not. Let's Paul, were you quickly. twerking? I heard. I got the videotape. I seen wow. the shit. Yeah. I seen big, it. Big, big ups to uh, my, my awesome Koei Paul. Yeah. We love Paul. Paul By the way, uh, I, I was texting with him the other day because my man was going in. Did you see the shit he was saying on Facebook with, with the blacklist? <laughs> with Franklin? No. Him what did and, he do now? Him and Franklin it, was going in. He, has some, he has They some were going peeps. in. I know. Which I love, though. Yeah. Because he does some real shit. Yeah. Because me and Lisa, we do the shit for free. But here's the you thing. I mean? But not only Paul, but Jeff does, too. Because yeah. I don't know if you've ever followed Jeff on, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> he does not mince his words with stuff. No, I don't. He I does do. not. And it's like, I love that. Like, I like mm-hmm. to stand back when he's like, especially when there's people who, who aren't really in the business. Mm-hmm. And they try to come, they try to come at him like... They know what they're talking about, and Jeff will just slide in like a G, like that's not um, how it is. That's not how. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. But exactly you're, respect- right. you're respectful. Well, you know what it is is that the internet has given a lot of people what used to what are they Tiger Beat they used to have and mm-hmm. Write On magazine mm-hmm. and stuff like yes. that. So the person who has that kind of head that like once that thinks uh, TMZ is the news, mm-hmm. that person they they get a lot of juice out of thinking they know what's going on backstage True. and. If they have a lot of followers or people who respect their opinion in other areas, mm-hmm. they can spread something. Can what is it? Lie can go around the world before right. the truth gets out of bed, right. mm-hmm. and that's I think creates a sort of underculture of cynicism. Mm-hmm. Of you know the fix is always in, and the fix is often in, True. but it's not always in. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to. You don't want, especially if you're talking about people that I've interacted with mm-hmm. or business I know intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't contradict Mm -hmm. or if they do they turn it into a flame war or something like that make it personal I always go as soon as you make it personal I'm out yeah Mm -hmm. because I've seen it many times like well apparently uh, this is where I bid you do and I'm out the door it's now time for me to go and that's my time Cleveland and and a part of me is like and, and when I see that whenever he's on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that I'll be like See, he's about to go write for a show because mm-hmm. he got a job mm-hmm. and uh, he writes for professionally. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to really listen to what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I won't say anything. I'll be like, yep, and there it is. Well, and also, I bid you goodnight. There are people, uh, Paul and I have talked about this too. There are a lot of these like pop up gurus that mm-hmm. show up. One of the things I like about you guys' show is you bring in people and you yourselves or people are actually doing stuff. Sure. And so when you say, here's what I actually did, right. it's a whole different thing than a person who, let's say, in 1978 sold a pilot mm-hmm. that didn't go. Mm-hmm. And now they're teaching at some university telling sure. you how in, in a month I can get you a, a screenplay to sell. Right. You know, I'm like, no, you can't do that. Because if you could, <laughs> your ass would be doing it. Right. You right. wouldn't be in this little right. college. You'd be off executing. Right. Because right? Right. why wouldn't you? Right. You know? <laughs> um, if you had that secret. Let me show you this check. I just right? Got. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you so had good. that secret, right. and by the way, if you could if you could write it into a book, don't you think every studio would want that handbook so they sure. could give to their kids who right. they can't get through college? Mm-hmm. Just do this. Just do this. You'll write an Oscar hand. winning picture. Exactly. And I don't have to worry about you or pay your stupid college tuition. Right. There's exactly. no formula. There's right. no there's no mathematics that are going to make you into a good writer. Mm-hmm. That is just time and busting your ass and People who do it know that, mm-hmm. right? You can, and I always mm-hmm. say that you're a professional before your first check. 
Mm-hmm. You're always a pro well before your first check. Mm-hmm. You can always look in the eyes of someone and go, oh, that, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of us right there. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what those other five but people are. <laughs> but I don't know why you brought your, I don't know why you brought your entourage with you, <laughs> you know, because uh, you probably can't afford right. it yet. Right. <laughs> like put that right. back for a while. Okay. But yeah, so it, it comes out of that and then the desire to have actual data mm-hmm. only when it's really egregious. It's not like I jump on every lunatic because right. there's too many. Right. But every once in a while somebody will say something, I'll be like, you know, that's not right. really right. right. And also there's a way of, um, especially for us because we're black, uh, that whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I know, we shocking are? out there. At a, yeah. But, <laughs> Lisa ain't like, no, no, no. <laughs> She's like uber black. <laughs> but, um, but the, uh, <laughs> she like chocolate black or some shit, isn't she? <laughs> there's this weird sort of undercurrent like, the fix is in, so let me get that handshake and mm-hmm. come around the edge. Brother man, brother man. Right, right. <laughs> but there's also the other, which is the fix is in, I can't get anywhere. Yes. And right down the middle is the boring thing, just work. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just get good at it. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is some luck involved. True. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly little luck compared to how much real work you have to put in. Mm-hmm. It's always so odd to me mm-hmm. that the luckiest, but they say the luckiest people I know are the ones who work the hardest. It's very funny, yeah. right? How hard I work sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's, that's innate of that too. I would like to see more people just bite down on what is what do I say? They 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 want to be writers, but they they want to they want to be they want to have the trappings of being mm-hmm. a writer. They want to be able to go to parties and say mm-hmm. I'm a writer, but they don't want to be up at three a.m. on that you know that that mm-hmm. this thing oh, has to be in tomorrow rewrite, morning. Yeah. I'm not quite getting the voice of this character, and mm-hmm. my boss is waiting on this thing. Right. They don't want to be that guy. Right. I'm like, well, that's the guy who goes to the parties. Right. That's why he gets to go. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, that's true. That, yeah. all those people you see at the party. Right. Well, ninety eight percent of the people you mm-hmm. see at that party, mm-hmm. they're that person Mm -hmm. and whether they make it look easy or not it isn't Mm -hmm. and it doesn't deserve to be you're kind of shitting on it if you Mm -hmm. think it would be let me ask you a question you think tv is full of a a personalities or what do you think what is that the type a type of person no i think we run the gamut i think there's enough people and it's an industry i thought i was gonna get a prize for that shit yeah i know you got nothing (laughs) actually (laughs) you do get a got my promise damn it we got we got to tell the people we got to tell the people damn it hold on hold on you're off ash can of prodigal created by me and my partner that's uh there are only Probably 300 of those in the world. Yeah. 500, 300. I forget how many we printed. Oh, you got to sign this for the kids. By the way, we got to tell them your little disclaimer. Which is? That if we ask you a question. Oh, yeah. If they ask me a question no one's ever asked me before, whoever asks it gets a prize. I want a comic book. No, I got a bag of stuff. I got a bag of stuff. I got to think of some more questions. But yeah, I think we run the gamut. I mean, there's there's slackers in every industry, there's Mm -hmm. crazy go getters in every industry. I think Mm -hmm. there's enough, it's a big enough industry that you can include all people. Mm -hmm. Okay. But um, what I do feel is that the people who do best are the ones with reasonably good people skills. Okay. And who know their, what my boss, John Rogers, always says, know your swing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, those people who truly know their swing tend to do well okay. because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to write the next door. Hello, doggies. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not trying to write the next Nora Ephron film, mm-hmm. right? Um, and although many people are in failing, uh, <laughs> I know better than to try that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, you know, unless you put a machine gun in Michelle Pfeiffer's hands mm-hmm. uh, or uh, what's her name? Um, um, Wow, never mind. Now it's taking too long. I get it. I get it it'll it. be an insult if I right. say it now. I get it. Um, but yeah, so I know I know what kind of writer I am, or, mm-hmm. or rather, I know the kind of thing I do well enough to expect people to pay me for it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. If I want to do experimentation, I do that on my time. And mm-hmm. if I magically come up with some romantic comedy because I felt like trying it and it reads like, oh, okay, this can go out, mm-hmm. then it goes out. But a lot of that stuff just stays in the house to sort of keep in your chops, you know, like actors go to acting class, even mm-hmm. after the smart ones, mm-hmm. uh, keep, keep going to class, sure. keep testing, mm-hmm. even if they never get cast in that kind of thing, right. just to keep the instrument. Well, so I'm right. one of those people that, I, I still go to a lot of classes and seminars. Just, I'm just part of it is, is my own insecurity of being somebody who never went to college and shit like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like me catching up. Sure, sure, sure. So I want to make sure that if there's a new book came out, I want to read it just so I know what mm-hmm. the fuck is in there. Mm-hmm. So in case you know somebody, some student asks me a question or some filmmaker or whatever, I've heard of it. Right. I'm least familiar with stuff, so I have a lot of that, and I'm always encouraging people to go. To different events, like I'm, I've had a lot of people try to go to your event. Oh, the, that you the guys, hatchery that we're yeah, about to yeah, do. Yeah, you guys are about yes. to do. Yeah, that's, that's going to be because I'm like, just go to get one thing. All you need is one thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's not an interruption. I mean, I think, I think that. Um, well, it's weird. The segue from um, writing Star Trek books mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. I didn't even get into the Star Trek books that easily. Really? You know, mm-hmm. um, I when I when I quit acting, um, which was very much a quit acting with a flamethrower and, and bombs under the bridge yeah. and run out. It's like, fuck you, goodbye! You know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! I'm out of here! Right. Bring in the napalm! Oh, you know, um, oh it, was, well, it wasn't it was quite that extreme, but almost. Um, I, was, I was done. Let me put yeah. it like that. But I was also an idiot because mm-hmm. I had no fallback. I was uh, like, I'd been working, I'd been, a, I'd been a professional actor since I was... 12, 13 years old, yeah. something like that. That's when I started to, right? When I was an actor, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I, but I was like, I really like writing. Mm-hmm. Like, even as an actor, all the way through that, I was writing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the things that were bugging me about what you said about there weren't enough black actors stuff, yeah, sure. I was looking down the line of I'm either going to be a cop or a criminal for the rest of my life because yeah. I'm not funny, mm-hmm. like, let's say, Eddie, mm-hmm. and I wasn't pretty enough to mm-hmm. be Denzel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I would beg to differ. Yeah, yeah. You, you, your opinion is jaundiced. We're not, you know we're not listening to you. What? But whether I was right or wrong, that's Look, 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 stop. Let me stop you right there. Oh, All right, go, go, go what you're doing. Doing. Stop. Right. I'm about to go ruin. back and get some old episodes of In the Heat and Night. Please don't do that. And, go, and watch. Please, please don't do that. And then hit me up so I can tell him he's wrong. Oh, All right, whatever. All right, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, but my, my, my younger self, perhaps he was an idiot, uh, was like, I need to go be this right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really right. think clearly mm-hmm. what that would be. And as a result, I was on my ass for several years. Y'all hear uh, that? I tried. I Do mean, y'all hear that? And mm. we'll tell some stories from that. If Let's you get want. in. Let's okay. get in. Mm-hmm. So after my big giant Hollywood career, mm-hmm. um, and, but you were on a fucking hit show for yes, a minute. for a while, and my mom got some nice things out of that, and mm-hmm. my brother got a nice college education out of that, mm-hmm. and then the woman who is now my wife came into my house, and she was like, "You don't really own anything," and I was <laughs> yeah, like, man. "What?" You know? and she's like, <laughs> so well, "Why I are you mean, spending thirty thousand dollars a month on a house you don't even own?" <laughs> yeah, like it was just crazy, right? And and she was like, "Okay, you need to do this, you need to do that," and I was like, "You need to stop talking. I barely know you, woman. Okay. Why are you going through my bills? You too organized. You know, I, I just met you. <laughs> okay, I just met you. You know, That's get hilarious. out of my files." Um, but she was she was kind of right. But mm-hmm. the thing is that after um, after that sort of straight sort of. I'd gone from success to success to success to mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it was incremental. I probably could have stuck around and been a mid-level or upper mid-level sure. actor for most of my pals from back then are either huge mm-hmm. stars Me or <laughs> working 
all the time, mm-hmm. right? There's no, I fell off. Even one guy kind of took a 10-year gap, came back in, now working all the time, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's like, I could have kept that track, sure. but mm-hmm. it just wasn't fitting. And mm-hmm. But I didn't have anything else to do. The only other thing I knew how to do was draw and write. And no one, like you said, I didn't have anything to tell anyone else that mm-hmm. I legitimately could do this and the kind of stuff I wanted to write back then there was no Sleepy Hollow on the air. There mm-hmm. was no Shonda Rhimes. There was like maybe Tuvok, <laughs> maybe Wharf, maybe, <laughs> maybe, right? Maybe. That's true. Um, and <laughs> we was, in the 90s, y'all. Jordan LaForge, you know. You know, know what I'm there was maybe. Jordy, there was Wharf. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. some people don't even count Wharf as black because he was not. Oh, I did. The Klingon. Do not look. Right? Look, yeah. the Klingon are black people. No. Just know this. <laughs> <laughs> At least half of them were black <laughs> as hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, they had a big forehead, yeah. but they were black. <laughs> they rocked those Klingon cornrows, okay. let me yeah. tell you. But, um, <laughs> But so there wasn't a lot. Basically, when I first started writing, I tried to write features, and I mm. didn't get very far because mm-hmm. all my features had to do. Basically, all my features were a version of Attack the Block. Yes. Prior really? to Attack yes. the Block. See, I want to read them with that. No, you don't. No, nobody wants to read. Are them. they weren't ready? Um, on some level, but also you have to find. You have to start to know your swing. Yeah. So definitely. while that was going on, I wasn't getting anywhere. I had no agent. I had mm. no management. I had nothing. So you I, drop everybody. My agent, my acting right. agent was literally crying when I told her really? I, don't, I can't. She was the only one I regretted. <laughs> wow. Nancy Green. Mm. I regretted that. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh uh so but yeah, but that go fuck yourselves was Jeff, Jeffrey fucking himself as right. well because right. I had nothing. Right. And I ended up Broke. I'd spent up yeah. all of my almost completely broke all mm-hmm. my 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 fabulous residual money that everyone thinks makes you oh, no. Scrooge McDuck mm-hmm. ran the fuck out. And you still you still not getting residuals from that? I got one because for that, literally that, seven that, cents. That, that thing yeah. on TNT, the 30, channel thirty four, be coming on like every Saturday. I'd be getting up in the morning like, oh, there's that's Jeff. a whole other podcast. <laughs> okay. that's, that 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 is yeah. a whole other podcast. Yeah. But. So here we were sitting there, and I luck, luckily, the, like I said, the woman who is now my wife, mm-hmm. you, you need a ride or die chick, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If, if that's your thing, it could be a ride or die dude. If that's I got your a ride thing, or die right. dude, okay. right. that's what right. I mean. You need a, you need a spouse that <laughs> right. is a ride or die, support you, right? right? Yeah. That is with you, mm-hmm. and it's not even that they put up with your shit or mm-hmm. financially even support you, although mm-hmm. that can swing back and forth mm-hmm. if it's that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But just that they're like, I believe in you, mm-hmm. right. Right. right? You are not wrong. You are not crazy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Whatever happens, this was a legitimate choice, mm-hmm. right? That's lovely. It's nice to come home to, but it doesn't put any bread in okay. your freaking pocket. So <laughs> that lasts a couple uh, of weeks, like that. Mm-hmm. So that went on for a while, and I tried to write. I tried to write features. wasn't happening. Didn't connect anybody. Um, and uh, Susan was like, I uh, was getting kind of thin, and I literally went to my local comic book shop one day, and a lady who ran it was like, "You draw, right?" And I was like. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. she's like a guy came in. He wants to pay somebody five hundred bucks to draw. I was like, I got it. I'll take it. Really? Right, and that started me off on this weird thing where I was like Joe Low End Illustrator for really? a few years. Interesting, right? And I was my best friend now. Todd Harris is like high end, mm-hmm. like crazy high yes. end illustrator. Yes, uh, he drew that thing you just mm-hmm. won. Okay, and um, I was the guy who would do all the stuff that those guys would never bother with. Like oh, okay. I did something for You're doing grunt work. Huh? It was horrible. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. All my clients were either crazy or sleazy or both. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
Oh, no, not all. There were two that were just decent folks. Okay. Cleasy. Yeah, Crazy it, was, it was not a good time. The, and the best story I have from this, so people can understand, because mm-hmm. I think this whole fixes in thing, this is what this all is in aid of. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, of course he left that wonderful hit show that mm-hmm. has got a cult following now, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And immediately went to do this other thing, which, oh, well, look, of course he's a TV producer, mm-hmm. writer. But yes, of course. He just made some phone calls. Mm-hmm. No, my the the lowest point of my life came when... I drew, uh, people who know me know this story well, so they'll, I love be, it. they'll be sleeping now. Mm-hmm. But um, I went on Craigslist. This is at the dawn of Craigslist, mm-hmm. right? I got a, there was a guy out in the valley that wanted somebody to come out and draw some video box covers, like mm-hmm. in a particular style, Disney-style video mm-hmm. box covers. Mm-hmm. They were porn video box covers and they were going to do knockoffs wait, di- wait was it Disney porn? no no it wasn't Disney, Disney porn? it was was it Disney know, porn okay. it would have been yeah it would have been like live actors doing okay. Aladdin and the whatever okay, yeah. but the covers were supposed to look like yeah. that okay right and I sent in my little email portfolio and they're mm-hmm. like alright come on out we're going to give you on the spot test we're going to talk to you bring some more work because mm-hmm. my stuff wasn't Disney style so you got to bring in some stuff that's Disney style mm-hmm. and prove you did it mm-hmm. right and I was like, all right. So I drove, where did I live then? I lived downtown, and uh, I drove all the way out to some place in Van Nuys, and it was crazy. It was like, it was, <laughs> it was like a, a warehouse district in a bad film noir. You know, you're <laughs> like, vampires you're like you're, they're vampires <laughs> and like London street urchins exactly. from 1850. Cue, cue the fog machine. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, was that a werewolf up there? You know, you know, and you get to and the, you got your little portfolio like what the right, hell and the nondescript on? door with a steel door and a brick wall. I'm like, this wow. isn't even a real place. They're never going to find my body. Didn't we see right. this on Librarians okay. last week? Isn't this a, what do you call it? What's that guy? Uh, Ellie, Ellie, what's his name? Who makes those torture porn things? Uh, this is the beginning of a yes, torture porn movie, yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, knock, 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 and the little slot opens up. Are you? Who are you? And I'm like, I'm Jeff. Thorne, I'm here for the thing. Like, oh yeah, come on in. And I walk through these racks. I don't even know what's on the racks. There, it's very industrial. It wasn't in any way like. Oh, it's there was definitely like, an Eli Roth movie. Right? Here there we go. Uh, <laughs> there weren't like like naked chicks lounging around. Like, who's the new guy? It wasn't like that. Like, Damn. It, yes, <laughs> one perk gone already. You know, and I get taken to the back of this place, and it was you know video productions. Low end, they spent all their money just on equipment. Mm -hmm. And from the business side, just a straight up, we're not taking any, you know, just a business. It was legit. It was straight up legit. Mm -hmm. Nothing against porn, by the way. Um, I wouldn't say some of my best friends, but whatever. Um, (laughs) This helps you do a couple nights. (laughs) But but I get all the way out there. And I, you know, now by now, and I'm sitting there waiting for the guy. And he says, all right, we're going to do the test. And I did the test. And he's like, you know, not good enough. Really? You're not going to get this. And so I'm driving home to tell my wife, I did not get the porn box job because I wasn't good enough um, to... Uh, because they got standards. Yes, because they have high certain standards. And when we say Disney style, we mean Disney, Disney style. fucking style. And you were close, but no cigar to wow. see you. And not even gas money or some chips, man. I was just like... You didn't take nothing out of that. Right. I could, and I just, it was just like the long, dark night of the soul. And Susan was very gracious about it, but she's like, all right, so you keep drawing for the lunatics. Their money still spends. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to think about retooling the writing, mm-hmm. right? Maybe maybe Hollywood isn't for you, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, who let you in here, woman? <laughs> you know, um, and she always turns out to be right. So okay. I don't know why I even God have bless that you, reaction. Susan. God bless oh, you. Yeah, yeah. But I said, all right, what can I write now? During this period, because I had oh, you'll love this. Mm-hmm. This is some this is some heat of the night trivia. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Most actors when they get off on their hiatus, they want to go do something that's a little different than what they did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people they got a range. No. My producer, Jerry Taylor, had left 
in the heat of the night to go produce Star Trek. And I went, what? Really? So I said, I'm going to get a script on this show. I'm yeah. going to go be a writer now. Yeah. You know? And I sent her a script. She's like, yeah, no, we're, we're not making this script. <laughs> but if you want to come be an intern, I bet you I can get you a slot. So I interned while I was on my really? hit show, The Two Love. You did? My hiatus really? was interning at Star Trek. What was, was just that a like? Up, it was awesome. I was Michael Pillar was his first year on oh the my show. Gosh. Michael, God bless Michael Pillar. Huh. He was a genius. A good portion of the kind of writer I am now came from that intern period. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! Mm-hmm. Like, look how they are. Look how they are." But the the thing was, they would accept scripts from anybody back then. Michael's rule was wow. you could just send us a Star Trek script, sign a release, and if we like it, we'll bring you in, which wow. they really oh did too. Oh my God, I wish wow. I would have known this back in the day. You can't do this now. It's, oh it's God. way too many people trying to be a writer now. Yeah. Trying now. Yeah. But, so he did that. And, um, and, you know, I learned a lot from that, that situation, but also really kind of got into, oh, so anyway, so once you've done that, mm-hmm. they let you pitch. Once you've ever pitched anything, once you've been an employee of the Star Trek, I there's no Star Trek now. I'm sure mm-hmm. JJ doesn't do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. But so I always could go in and pitch the new shows, but I never got anywhere, mm-hmm. right? So I come home bitching about one of these things, and I just had this horrible experience with the the porn people. Mm-hmm. And Susan was like, "Well, you, you know, you write pretty good stories." And I was like, "Me, a short, a, a book writer? Me? Mm-hmm. No, no." It's like, "Well, think about it." Mm-hmm. You know, and I talked to another friend of mine. We we're talking about something else. He said, "You know, they have this contest book for um, for Star Trek." They're trying to find new writers, and this is how they do. And I was like, where have I been? And and the guy was like, but I was kind of down on it, which was unfair at the Mm -hmm. time, because what you said about your friends, they Mm -hmm. like to read the books, tie-in, fiction is what it's called. And I had a negative opinion of it, like most people did. I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, if I'm going to buy a book, I'm going to buy like Ursula Gwynn or something like that. Right, right. So he said, go read one. So I did. And I was like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. these sons of bitches can write. And Peter David was one of the writers. This, This is a big comic book fantastic comic book writer mm-hmm. I was like Peter David's writing this stuff holy <laughs> crap you know mm-hmm. and I was like alright uh, I mean not that I'm so great but this isn't anything I would want to be embarrassed by mm-hmm. these right. guys are killing it right. so I tried to get in writing those short stories mm-hmm. did not get in the first year uh, so I sent them a bunch of stories and they said no Damn. Right. but the editor wrote in the margin not bad try again Okay. In handwriting, wow. real handwriting. Really? I still have all, anything anyone writes mm-hmm. in handwriting on a form letter, <laughs> I still have. <laughs> right? Um, uh, and so that next year, I wrote a, a, non, a non-Star Trek short story and like eight Star Trek stories. Mm. The non-Star Trek story got into the Writers of the Future. I was a finalist in that okay. with this thing called mm-hmm. Redshift, which you can buy on Amazon right now if you want to. And then I sent in a bunch of these things to this uh, this. Uh, editor mm-hmm. uh, of this contest book most of them didn't get bought but one of them won second prize mm-hmm. and all of a sudden in hollywood i was a real writer really it was just bizarre just having that one credit just that thing yeah all of a sudden the same script got me meetings <laughs> exactly the same we script, hear this right? all the time i was just like but, what <laughs> but, what do you mean yeah, I, I just sent the script and you said okay right. Script. it was literally yeah. the same scripts hmm. now this is the fun part of that period. Mm-hmm. You can't do this stuff now. People always say, "What? How do you break in? How do you break in?" None of nobody's story. If I tell you how I did it, that hole is plugged because I did it. Right. Yeah. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. else. Oh, you got to close mm-hmm. that hole. Yeah. No. <laughs> man. How, how did he even do this? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Back then, this was the beginning of the internet. So 
Um, a friend of mine was an out of work actor. He couldn't. He was in a similar situation. He said, "Can we make a fake management company?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know if you can, but I'm definitely doing that shit." So I had a burner cell phone. I made a fake website, fake uh, letterhead. I got a real lawyer friend of mine in case contracts came right, in right. to handle that. Gave that person's name, the management company mm-hmm. name, so it would be legit if they right. ever talked to that mm-hmm. person. And I got him an I got him a management I got him an agent for commercials, and so you were being the manager. I made up I made up a person. <laughs> you know what? Respect the game, y'all. Hustler, That's a hustler, right that. there. I made can, up a can person. Can you do that for us now, motherfucker? Michael Damn. Green. Michael Green. I was Jeff's agent. Oh, he Michael kept the green. green. As a, as a, kept the green. As a hand puppet to answer the phone. Hello, funny. can I help you? Uh, hello, yes, I'm Michael Green. I'm Jeff's manager. Uh, he's a new kid. He's coming out of New York. He's just sold a bunch of. Uh, uh, short stories to various sci-fi things, and he wants to get into the Hollywood situation. And uh, he's our—he's our, hes one of our new clients. Wow! Right? It worked. Really? Plus, I would dress up as a UPS dude um, and hand off my scripts. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, but you know what's good for the ego because people don't talk to the writer or the actor the way they talk about the writer, or the actor to the agent. True. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking to me about me. I heard a lot of shit I might not have otherwise heard or wanted to hear. Some of it, yeah. some of it was negative. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I go and look at the script and like, fuck, they were right, shit, mm-hmm. you know. And then I go fix it, mm-hmm. right. So the next person didn't say that, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but yeah, I was sneaking scripts over walls back when you could get on a lot really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was handing off things to people's assistants who would see me the next day and really? not recognize me. Really, right? <laughs> you're invisible. You're doubly invisible. I was a black I UPS that. guy. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> of course. I was invisible. I could have murdered the head of any okay. company and walked the fuck out, bloody, because of my uniform and my right. skin color, right. right? So I did all of that, and I ended up in, uh, and this is unfortunately because I'm, I'm outing myself because I did fool some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, ended up in the Battlestar Galactica. I sent a bunch of scripts out, and they, they were gracious enough to, you know, they liked them enough. And they said, come out and have a meeting. And I was like, so you did that as the manager? Oh, still? yeah. I had no, this is how oh. I got my, my wow. agent. Okay. Um, so I just, I've just spoiled the end of the story. No, Sorry. no, no, no. It's but, okay. Um, no. So I go out there, all the way out to, where were they at? They were at, um, what are the, it's not MTM, it's CBS. It's mm-hmm. CBS, Radford. Mm-hmm. Radford yeah, Studios, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Go all the way out there, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, it's Battlestar. It's freaking Battlestar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> first thing he says, we're not let, you're not hired. We're not hiring you on shit. Damn. You know, and I was like, what? what? I, just, you know? I just got in the door. Right? I literally haven't even sat down. You haven't even offered me water. We're not hiring you in it for anything. And I was like, okay. In my mind, I'm kind of mad. Mm-hmm. I'm not rich and I <laughs> drove my ass out here. What mm-hmm. the fuck? And he said, but we really liked your scripts. So we want to talk to you. Everybody else is up in Canada shooting. Canada shooting <laughs> the, um, the shooting Canadians show. are coming, people. Uh, it <laughs> is my duty to talk to the people who come in mm-hmm. and he said nothing against you a lot of writers can't hit our target mm-hmm. seasoned pros have been trying to get on mm-hmm. it's no shame in your game mm-hmm. right and we ended up bonding he had a big poster of not just of her but there was a big poster of grace park up in the, in the office mm-hmm. and i was like wow she's just really stunningly beautiful right, she? Right. and mm-hmm. he's like yep and <laughs> we talked about that for about 20 minutes. And then we just talked about the show and my writing and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And it was really just mm-hmm. this great meeting went on for three hours. It was only what? supposed to be, what? It was only supposed to be uh, James Halpern, you're awesome, wherever you <laughs> are. Um, and as I'm walking out, he's like, who is that guy, the manager guy? 
mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, you know. And I, ironically, I'm kind of the worst liar, straight up liar in the world. Like if you ask me directly, mm-hmm. a li- I can't do it. I have no poker face whatsoever, <laughs> right? On the phone, I'm the same with way. A fake yeah. voice. On the phone, you you're up, amazing. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's asked me a point blank question where I could lie or not lie, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well. It's a startup company, and the only thing I could tell him that was true was the law- the lawyer part, which was true. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's shaking his head. He's like, you need some better management, brother. Really? And I walked out. I was like, again, kind of like mm-hmm. the the thing with the porn mm-hmm. box. Right. Like, well, that was a lovely afternoon, but right. I'm broke and I spent mm-hmm. gas That's money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, by the time I got home, he was like, call this dude. He used to be my agent back when I was on the writing side. Wow. And, you know, if you guys hit it off, he'll be a good start out. Like he's a good agent for a guy in your shoes. Wow. And I was my agent for a decade after that. Wow. Um, me and Michael wrote that out. I just now just recently left him. It was the hardest decision of my wow. life. Uh, second hardest decision of my life. <laughs> Quitting acting was the hardest decision mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. But, um, but he was great. He carried me for two years where I made him like 50 bucks a commission and mm-hmm. I got out there, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just grind, 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 mm-hmm. grind, 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 grind. Um, and I met a lot of nice people. I met a lot of shitty people. Um, mostly nice. I have to say, when I shifted from acting to writing, most of the people I've met in the writing side have been better, hmm. more helpful, mm-hmm. um, more willing to put out a hand. Mm-hmm. Um, the Starting from the Star Trek guys, the editor of those books did a free sort of master class for fledgling short right. story writers where he's like, I'm not going to read your shit, but if you ask me questions, I'll tell you the real thing. Right. And I lived on that thing. This was back when we had something called AOL Kids. Um, <laughs> and it was like something I stumbled upon. And it changed my writing game. Like, like that. Overnight, mm-hmm. I was a better writer, which was no shock that I got into that book the next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I make this mistake. I make this mistake. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bunch, it was like a master mechanic talking to a bunch of second year student mechanics. Right. And he was actually talked about it like he, Clarion. Yeah, right. right? It's right. Dean Wesley Smith. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, Clarion is. Probably the only workshop I will support because really? of wow. because it's pro writers talking to either yep. journeymen or mm-hmm. brand new pro writers. Mm-hmm. It's not you know I write your screenplay and blah 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 blah. No, these when know. I was in it and the new class. Congrats to the new class of 2015 that's coming in, Clarion and Clarion West. Like it's yeah. the professional editors. These are the people like like literally like I have friends who came out the year after I went in. They went in editors like who telling you like if you send this in this ain't gonna make it and right, they're right. honest and like it's you can't be thin skinned like mm-hmm. it was the best experience because these are people telling like no it's, this is a piece of shit <laughs> and you sit there and you take it and you change it and you fix it and mm-hmm. that's the best learning right you know on the job yeah with sure. real guys with real sure. people who are doing so, it yeah. yeah so knock wood on that and mm-hmm. you know um People put a hand out, and if you're good at your job, it doesn't hurt them. This is what I say about burning favors. Mm-hmm. I'll burn a favor mm-hmm. on you, but not if you suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a favor. That's hilarious. Right? If I hand you off to somebody that right. respects me mm-hmm. and my judgment, and you burn that, I got to eat that shit for a while to climb back out of that pit. That's true. So yeah. if you think I owe you something, because right. there's, you know how it is, the more successful you get, right. there's always somebody going, hey, hook a brother up or hook a sister mm-hmm. up, whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I have not, in my mind, I'm like, I never say anything mean like that. Sure, but, sure, sure. Uh, I have not read anything from you that requires me to burn this favor on your behalf. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, you understand that it's me taking a risk also. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, uh, but people have done that on my behalf and I'm ever grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like you handed my thing to so and so. Oh my right, God. Right, you know, right. So, and I still do it, but like, by the way, Paul's a big fan of yours. 
Um, oh, no, we heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, told him, he even talked about it on yeah. Pilar's show. Yeah. <laughs> he went in for like 15 minutes and like, oh, damn yeah, it, bitch. I get it. Fan. I get it. If he would have heard the drama from just meeting Paul and a whole, wow, that's a whole nother. <laughs> Paul's the shit. He's the shit. Season three, bitch. Wow. Season three. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so that was, it was an interesting climb. There's some stuff I'll tell you guys off the air that mm-hmm. can't go over the airwaves, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just work. Right. It's just working hard. I mean, I've written so much shit that no one's ever going to see. Mm-hmm. I've written, I've got so many rejection letters from magazines, from websites, mm-hmm. from or worse, you sold something and then the website goes away or the magazine yeah. folds. <laughs> and you're like, but you could have sent me the check first, right. you know? Because right. like I know that. recently I saw on Twitter you were talking about that, like you know, you were sending some stuff out on Facebook too because yeah. you're following always Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But you were just talking about, you know what? Yeah, and and. and the interesting thing about it is when people think when you get to a certain level of success, that thing is going to easy. It's like, no, you still have to hustle. Yep. And even when you were like, well, I sent out this thing for a comic book and this got rejected. And, and like, yep. you're still on the grind. Mm-hmm. You have to because you got to remember, even in its most benign, mm-hmm. let's say the editor has no spin, doesn't care if you're female, doesn't care if you're right. a different minority group, right. gay, straight, whatever mm-hmm. their bent is. Mm-hmm. Let's say they don't have any of that. All they are worried about is... What's going to sell my magazine? What's going to put more right. clicks on my site? Mm-hmm. And if your thing doesn't hit that criteria, right. they don't give a fuck. Right. Unless your name is Spielberg or King or something mm-hmm. like right. that, which will offset quality. Right. 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 You could turn in a substandard Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is. It's probably an oxymoron. That's probably an oxymoron. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> His name alone might get him further, but you right. have to be up there to do it. Right. right? Anything below that level. It's just a story, right. and they have limited space and limited funds, and mm-hmm. they're not wasting it on you. And it's so hard to convey that to people. Like even when in fiction writing, like when I, because you know they have the whole controversy thing going on with the Hugo Awards going oh, on right God. now. I know, God. I know, I know. Damn that drives I me know. <laughs> and like I've been staying out of it for the most part because there's always this thing where people have, and it's not just people, just people in general that talk about the quality of your work. Mm. And I don't know if it's something that's. I'm sure it is in Hollywood too. The idea that oh, if you hire somebody who is not white or black, Asian, whoever, and it's like oh, did you get in? Kind of like oh, did you get in because you're the diversity person, mm-hmm. or is your shit good? And the thing that we're trying to get across to people is like your shit has to is, has to be good. It has to yeah. be great, and it has to be better than good. It can't, yeah. Good is not even acceptable. No. Like I mean, you know, I read a lot of slush for for a science fiction magazine. It's right. like. Shit that comes through, like I read at least 150 stories, short stories a mm-hmm. month, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And if not more, depending on how many, because we get a lot of submissions. And it's not even good enough to be well written. Mm-hmm. Like I can read it, you know, that was a good story. But there's only so many limited spaces, That's and right. your shit has to be like, like literally, I have to be thinking about your shit two days later. Like, God damn, that was, that was a good great. Story. Yeah, I need great. to go back yeah. and look at it again. If I'm taking notes off, you should mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I love the phrasing of it. That's the same with screenplays. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. it's not. And so now I don't get as offended when people say, yeah, it was well written, it was good, but it's not. I understand, right? And it's how do you convey that to an audience that look. it's not, it's not good enough just to be good enough or well written. It's got to be knock your socks off. The mm-hmm. evil secret of all the arts is most people involved in the arts are terrible. At it, can we say it again? I hate no. to break yeah, it, it again. to you. Please, say, it again. say that but again, Jeff. Sometimes the fix is in. Uh-huh. That's true. Sometimes you're Gwyneth Paltrow and your dad can make a phone call. Mm-hmm. But you know what? In Gwyneth's defense, that bitch can act. <laughs> That's okay. what I always say. You she know? can Charlie straight Sheen, up Emilio, act. The motherfucker's okay. got the time. So maybe she got to the top of the pile faster than you. Uh-huh. But when she pulled she out that sword, she right. was killing people in, right. the, in the arena. Right. Okay. Right. What, what, is, what is the real truth 
is we do our jobs well enough that people, anyone thinks they can do it. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. They don't want to be the person in the middle doing all the work at 4 Mm -hmm. a.m., 3 Mm -hmm. Mm a.m., not going out, play basketball, not being able to kiss their spouse goodnight Mm because I got it. Don't talk to me, woman. I'm I'm writing. Mm -hmm. And then they have to have the right person with you to go, yes, that person's writing. It's not mean. Mm -hmm. They really are deep in this this stuff. They don't want that. But that person usually can't do it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's harsh. It's a harsh thing to say out loud, and most people never hear it. Mm-hmm. But I would say more than 50%, 60% easily of the people who want to try to do this suck at it mm-hmm. and are and not su- going to and get better. And someone needs to be honest and tell them. They're not going to get better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's horrible because that's somebody's dream. It is. They, and mm-hmm. you know what? I'm never, no matter how much I practice, the best I would be is a competent basketball player. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm never going to be NBA quality. I never was going to be NBA quality. Mm-hmm. At some point, you max out. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. after that, it doesn't matter how much you practice. You're not getting to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> you're just not, <laughs> unless you got a shitload of money to buy up mm-hmm. the venue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't ever try to discourage writers. I right. would never say that's not. Don't follow your dream because sure. what else are we but our dreams? It's real talk, bro. But, it's real talk. Yeah. But we're at, what's the what's the easiest thing that? The huge forces are arrayed against your success, mm-hmm. or you just might not be the flavor this month. You might, you just, or you're not putting in the work. You're not putting mm-hmm. in the work. Usually, what what can you control as a writer? That's what I always ask. Mm-hmm. If you're failing at it, what is what aspect of the business do you have absolute control over? Mm-hmm. How much work you do? And I've been willing, like, there's uh, to. to just to give an example, because I don't want to put out any people's name for screenwriting who've been trying to do this. I'll just focus on the fiction side. Right. Where, you know, you've been in something and certain people are like, you know, for example, a few years ago, you know, after I got out of Clarion and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've gone through this. I was like trying to help people like, look, if anybody is thinking about applying, I am willing to read your short story, give you my personal notes, kind of give you some stuff, mm-hmm. like put it out there. Like, look, they are looking like literally Clarion, like especially this year, they were really putting a, p- a push to get more diverse writers, get people from around the world mm-hmm. to come to this. Like they were actively like they were like, Lisa, could you just put a little blurb and go out and tell people those bastards <laughs> like they are out there like they really want. And it makes a wonderful workshop. Mm-hmm. So I remember a couple of years, I was like, hey, I will. It doesn't matter who, I will read it for free and give you my honest opinion sure. and I will talk to you and I will tell you, because that's how, when I, before I went to Clarion, I wouldn't talk to somebody, took him out to lunch, mm-hmm. sat down it? for three hours and mm-hmm. said, what exactly did you do to get in and what was it like? And then when I got in, mm-hmm. went back and said, well, what do I need to expect? What are some things I need to do? Mm-hmm. I did that work. So I was an extended to all my peeps, like, mm-hmm. hey people, send me your stuff. I will give my, I will tell you how, you know how many, nobody. Zero. Nobody took people were saying, Yeah, I'm gonna apply. And you got somebody who was mm-hmm. in someone who was in the room mm-hmm. who knows some people who's like been through it who yep. said, I will help you. All you gotta do is send me your story. Mm-hmm. I will give you notes. I will call you on the phone. If mm-hmm. you are in my city, we will meet and talk. Not a goddamn person. A good friend of mine, uh, Brandon Easton, made a documentary called uh, Hey Brandon, uh, who's in the Disney program yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Brandon is a hell of a good writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out here, was a teacher. Working on it for years. He's been busting his ass. I met him because he did a podcast called Writing for Rookies mm-hmm. a long time ago. Found out I was a black sci fi writer who had mm-hmm. written Star Trek. You know, mm-hmm. of which it was me at that time, and I think Stephen Barnes, mm-hmm. who's like, oh, Stephen, yeah, yeah. Stephen Barnes, Barnes yes, yes. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, he was fascinated by this, and we had a really nice talk about stuff. But you know, we kept in contact. Right. He moved out here one year, and I was like, Brandon, did something I said in that 
podcast make you decide it was time to leave your job and everything in New York and come out here? He's like, no, man, you're not that kind of influence over people, you know? And I was like, whatever. Yes, you do. But thank God God, because, you know, this shit is horrible, you know? But on the other side of that, he's he's that guy. He's a grinder. He mm-hmm. works really hard. He's mm-hmm. like, I can I, believe me, I could take New York. I can take L.A. Right. And then all kinds of shit started happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff is not my story to tell. Right. But stuff, stuff, mm-hmm. in any one of which he could have legitimately We're gonna have said, him on the show. No, we got to. I've been yeah, waiting. We, I want to wait. To, on the show. I yeah. need to wait. I want it to wait until he gets done with the Disney program. Yes, yeah. he got okay. in yeah, and he's been doing do that, that. Uh, because I remember years ago meeting him on just through not meeting personally, but through Black Science Fiction mm-hmm, Society. Mm-hmm. And when he said, "I'm moving out here," and I remember hooking up, you know, just following him on Facebook and just his journey. Yeah, it's amazing. Mind, it's amazing. Like just him, the work he put in, and when mm-hmm. he got into Disney, like literally, I cried when I saw that on Facebook. You don't. My, I was my, like, "Oh my God!" Brandon is. I'm I'm a fan of Brandon. I'm when gonna be in the Brandon. Hustle? I'm gonna be in the Brandon Easton business. You know what? It's like because it's like he put it out there and he he put in the work. Yeah. And he would do the same thing. And he said, if anybody wants to do this, come do this. And yes. he he puts on like panels. Yes, I know I'm at WonderCon. On sometimes. Yes. yes. You were at the WonderCon this yeah, year. Was, I was not got, this year. I, I, last year. I had work the oh, that's before. right. Like, uh, he got a job. He got work. Work. Yeah. I know. He but, got to work on TV. But Brandon, right? Um, one of the things that our big thing is is that. I'll, as as in the film industry, the best way to make the argument that there should be more minority participation, whatever mm-hmm. diversity, uh, whatever the word you want, uh, whatever. How about needs. how about just the flat field and the best guy wins? Yeah, like, thank like you. In sports. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. But yeah. before we, we get, get there, uh, <laughs> while we're still putting our thumb on the scale a little bit, um, but one of the best ways to put your thumb on the scale is just to present really excellent work, right? And have more people like you doing exactly. that work. So Brandon found this little company called Lion Forge, or they mm-hmm. found him, Lion Forge Comics, Lion mm-hmm. Forge Entertainment, mm-hmm. and he put out the word. He's like, guys, they're looking for writers. They're a startup company. They're about to launch, you know, you can come down to San Diego or come to WonderCon. They're going to have booths. Exactly. And a bunch of people showed up. Six of them were black. Really? Right. And it was real. And by the way, it's a black company. Okay. 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 And the guys making, doing the company weren't interested one way or the other. They would have had no problem with a a staff entirely composed of black people Mm -hmm. or entirely Mm -hmm. of women or entirely of gay people. It doesn't matter. They just wanted writers to show up and talk to them and present themselves and say, we're here. I showed the fuck up, and I was working already. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I don't know who these people are, but Brandon said it was worthwhile, right. and he put it out there. Flash forward to the following year when they're putting out books, mm-hmm. and they announce I'm doing Night Rider, and Brandon's doing two books for them, mm-hmm. and these right. other guys doing. Right. All of a sudden, I'm getting calls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Why are you calling me? It's a mm-hmm. work for hire right. job. Right. I need that hookup, man. I'm like, I'm not hooking shit up. You need to talk to Brandon, <laughs> exactly. Right? And you know what Brandon <laughs> told me? It's not my company. And where the fuck were you last year when I told when you? When I told it? you where you it was, you shined it on. Now you see there's mm-hmm. money in it, and you want a quick hookup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm kind of the. I aunt. got the hookup, right? Well, I don't know. You know, I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. I, I mean, I'm just gonna start. Uh, if we can talk about specificity, I'm just going to talk about black folk. Well, that's what I am talking about. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, because just, I know other people, I'm just saying, it's like, I don't know what it, I don't know if it's because historical or what it is like almost we have to wait and see if it really is real yeah. can you vet it for me first okay now i'm coming yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like but it's a, it's a it's split a too because there's this weird it's, some of that's fear yeah. but some of it's this weird sort of superiority thing it's like oh well, i'm gonna stay over here with the traditional thing mm-hmm. right what all the white folks are doing because we know that's cool right. right you go try your little christopher columbus shit over mm-hmm. here right. uh bye 
you right. know, expecting mm-hmm. you to sail off the edge of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. But then when they come, when you come back, there's this vibe of, well, if you did it, anybody can do it. Right. So just give me that hookup, brother. Right. You know you cheated to right. get your ass. Where, in where you get them turkeys from? Exactly. Right. It's, yeah. You know what? But it's that same side look <laughs> too. Yeah. It's like, all right, what's the real? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to tell a story that's not mine to tell, but I won't give the name. Don't give it in. An, an, actor, friend, an okay. actor friend of mine told me this years ago. He got on a he and he'd done it the straight mm-hmm. way. He. Got went to college, went to New York, did some plays, mm-hmm. did some little commercial stuff, mm-hmm. got a small part in a little movie, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But all over years, and then he comes out to L.A. Mm-hmm. and he gets on a show, and it's a show show, and it's like wow, mm-hmm. right? So he finally goes back to his home city, um, goes back to the neighborhood, not like conquering here or whatever, but they, sure. you know they threw a little block party right. for him, mm-hmm. whatever, right. right? And he's having a ball, everyone's great, high school friends, all pat on the back, all that stuff, and then one of his boys rolls up on him, and he's like. So, you know, how'd you get this big job, mm-hmm. right? So naively, my friend at the time <laughs> says, well, I did this and I did this and I went through this and it was really blah, 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 and then I got the job. And, blah, blah, blah. and this, I've heard the story. So mm-hmm. it took about a half hour to tell all this stuff. Okay. At the end of that, there was a beat and the guy leans in and he goes quietly, no, nah, but how'd you really do it? Really? Like, cause he was like, give me the hookup. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, there's no hookup. Just work your fucking yeah. ass off and hope for some luck. Uh-huh. That's like, uh, reminds me of the documentary about Soul Train when James Brown was oh, yeah. talking to Don Cornelius. And he's mm-hmm. like, why well, did this? No, nah, brother, who's the man front this? Like, how'd you really do this? Like, no, <laughs> no I did me. it myself. Uh, yeah. I put in the work and I got, no, brother, but who's really like, uh-huh. and that's, really that's a mindset that, like, yeah. that's why when we see each other, like, when I see Eric Wallace, when I see Mark Barnard, and, mm-hmm. you know, when I see uh, uh, various comic book guys that are making making strides from mm-hmm. you know Robert Roach and some of these other people I grab hold of them because mm-hmm. I know that they're like me mm-hmm. you know that there didn't used to be any others right. you know I'm old enough to remember when it was just me mm-hmm. and everyone's mm-hmm. like you want King Arthur to be running around Los Angeles fighting dragons at the Coliseum <laughs> and I'm like you know in a few years there's going to be a thing called attack the block it's basically this movie right exactly you know right but now I, I have I have a community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and but with the thing with 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 Brandon and that that event, it really just bugged me because I was like, what are what kind of dreams are these people dreaming? Mm-hmm. You know, they think that they're going to shortcut their way to something and then not take any flack for not being good at it. Right. Let's say you got that hookup, right. you can't do the job. No, right. There's no computer no. you plug right. in this stuff into. No, right. You nope. still have to grind it out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and it's a job. I was talking to a guy about this the other day. He was on some show. He was having a horrible time. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on a show. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, then the cartoon birds will follow me around, and you know, my life will be a <laughs> musical. Yes. You know, <laughs> and it's like, are you stupid? It's a job. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's fun sometimes. I'm not gonna lie and say it's as hard a job as working construction or, right. God forbid, being a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, but. They're paying you to deliver something, mm-hmm. right? They're paying you well. They're paying you very <laughs> well mm-hmm. because they expect to make X off of your labor, right? Mm-hmm. right? And you expect to be paid X for your labor mm-hmm. because you've made the promise that you kick ass. Right. Mm-hmm. Kick that ass. Right. <laughs> okay. Don't come under faking if it. If you don't kick that ass, <laughs> right. there's an eject button under your chair. Exactly. You think there's not? Next. You think you're friends. Right. I promise you someone will hit that button. Right. Your oldest friend, your godfather. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what? That was an ass script, man. <laughs> I told you all the way through, you did five drafts. Right. And draft five was actually worse than draft, draft one. <laughs> Your ass is so fired, right. you might as well just be a vapor trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? well, let me back up for a second. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So let's talk about what was the first staff job you got okay. on? And then I want to ask you about the difference between working on a show for – because you've, you've – um, 
you've written cartoons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The difference between the writer's room in there and the writer's room on a show. Boy, you're just killing. You get another problem. You know what? <laughs> See, that's not fair because you ain't asking on the show. You can ask, but you can ask a question. You always do. I know. All right, this is a very rare Uh-oh. copy of The Red Line which was a convention exclusive some years ago that was the first partnership of me and my current business partner and best friend, Todd Harris. Um, If you want to see a story about a young girl in the hood getting superpowers... This would have been it. That would be for me. That, that, that <laughs> should come over here. I don't know. <laughs> that should come over here. Oh, yes. To get to your question, here's a question, too. Yes. Tell the folks, because I know, Brandon, he did the documentary that mm-hmm. you're in. Brave New with, Souls. Thank you. Brave so New Souls. So check it out. You can get it, because I have Vimeo, it. Right? You can get it on Vimeo. And I think you should be able to get it on Amazon now. He said that, but I haven't been able to find it yet. You it may not have rotated it? Okay. In. So try to check out Brave New Souls. You want to talk about it's some awesome. new um, a documentary that Brandon Easton did. Hey, Brandon, who's in the Disney program right now, working his butt off, because yeah. he deserved to be he there. his ass off. Um, check it out, because it's got some new content creators and, and comic books and a bunch of great people. Well. Todd, Todd, oh Todd. Oh my God, this yeah. is such a great comic book. Um, you remember okay. the question I asked? Yes. It was, so a, two, it was a twofold. The first, the first big gig I got, ironically, was for John Rogers, oh, okay. which was I sold a freelance. No, wait. All right. The first script I sold, which could cons- could have been considered a favor, the first mm-hmm. story I sold was to Star Trek The Next Generation. Really? At the end of my okay. internship, of course, I pitched. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought a, I got my first Hollywood Writing contract was a story with option to buy for this thing that featured Jordy. <gasps> Never Jordan got LaForge. made. Never got made. Aww. They bought the story. They paid me the fee for the story. Mm-hmm. And that, that episode never got made. So oh, that was okay. my first official mm-hmm. contract. Okay. But you could call that the fix being in because mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been there had I not known Jerry from being on. Uh, I read that original script I sent her. There's no way I got in on talent. <laughs> okay. So, and I went back to being an actor for several years oh, after that. I did okay. not like that. Wasn't the big yeah. change in my life, mm-hmm. clearly. But, um, but the next one was uh, John Rogers. I had met. Um, we had a mutual friend, and this is a good thing about friends in Hollywood. They they won't burn favors on you unless you got it. You know, so yes, a guy I met, ironically, when I was interning, mm-hmm. also knew John and it introduced me to John. We weren't really friend friends. Mm-hmm. We were sort of cl- friendly mm-hmm. acquaintances like you have in right, business. Right. He was he and his partner, Chris, were doing uh, leverage. And he sent me a copy of the what would become the pilot. Take a look at this. It seems like your kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I will read anything, you know, you want to send me on it. I'd well, love to have you in the room if we yeah. can. So I went in and pitched him 38 uh, stories. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought that's what big. You got to remember. They're like, bring me three and six, six and three. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just showed up with thirty eight. Wait a minute. You got to understand my point. He kept turning the page. I always thought writers were like God. Right. When my first time I saw Star Trek, I loved it, Mm. but I didn't think, oh, I want to be Captain Kirk or I want to be on the Starship Enterprise or whatever. As soon as I read the credits, I was like, wait, somebody wrote this. Hmm. I want to. I want to be either the writer or the director or whoever mm-hmm. made up. I, I, that's who, and mm-hmm. that was when I was like six. Right. Okay. You know. So when I got my first like come in and pitch, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, Mount Olympus is opening <laughs> up. I have to. I have to be ready. I have to. I have to dazzle the gods. You know. He had ninja you know? stars ready. Okay. Right? Exactly. I was like, I don't know what they're going to throw at me. I got to bring my laser cannon. I got to. You know, where, woman, bring me my super suit. You know, like that. Right. And so I went in, and Chris. Chris Downey told me later, he was like, I've never seen anyone pitch that many fucking things. That means he's an ideas guy, right. which is good. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I pitched out all this stuff, and they would be like, no, we got something similar. No, we're not doing that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think what impressed them, two things. Thank God I'd once been an actor. I did the whole thing from memory. Mm-hmm. Really? Everything. Well, it was not as hard as memorizing 
your stuff in a script. Yeah, yeah, but right? still. But again, I don't do this shit now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this was me being green as fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and by the way, John, because he had a somewhat personal relationship with me, recused, recused himself from deciding whether or not I'd be on staff. It wasn't mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. He's that kind of person. So it was Chris and some of the other people would make that final decision. Mm-hmm. I pitched all this stuff out. And finally they said, no, you're not going to be on the show. But we really like that one episode, so we're going to buy same contract, story with option for screen. Mm-hmm. So that was my first official uh, non-fixes-in mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then they sat on it for two years, and I didn't get on staff that year, and I was mm-hmm. on my ass for two seasons of leverage, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking whatever. This is with my new agent and all that other wow. stuff. right? Um, then a young lady, uh, Courtney Parker who was a friend of my best friend, Todd, and mm-hmm. had, we both done work for her as illustrators, ironically enough, um, calls me up one day and she's like, look, I've got this great idea. Um, it's a, it's a, a, a cop show. Uh, and I write romantic comedy. Todd says, you write crime very well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I write crime? <laughs> Clearly people are not buying those crime stories, so I don't know how well I write them. But you could find one called Better Angels on Amazon.com right now, and you can judge for yourself. Um, uh, and I said, all right, and Susan's in the back going, I was like, why are you calling me? You're a writer yourself. If, it was, if she was on the other foot, I wouldn't call you, mm-hmm. right? Nothing against you, but yeah. I don't need any help. And why do you need me, mm-hmm. right? She's like, well, I have a window. I've, I can literally walk a script into the Dick Wolf Company because of I've worked it. Mm-hmm. I'm at that place. Mm-hmm. But the window's closing, and it's a pitch on one of their properties, mm-hmm. right? So I don't have the, uh, what she say? The learning curve for me to write this, you're right. If I had a year, I wouldn't be making this call. Sure. We have three weeks. I, I, I know I'm not mm-hmm. going to be a good crime writer in three freaking mm-hmm. weeks, mm-hmm. just like I wouldn't be a good romance writer in mm-hmm. three weeks, right? So I was like, okay. And again, Susan's like, is she talking about something that's going to pay you money? No, you no, know, no, how are my, you getting into my office? My partner, my partner, that's my partner. How are you? How are you? I thought I put locks on that door. The door is not closed. What's going on? What is going on? Right. So finally, I said yes. All right, fine. And basically, Courtney worked as basically editor in chief. She had this very great idea. And I, when she told me, I was like, don't tell anybody else mm-hmm. that idea. You shouldn't have even told me that idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? And just for safety's sake, mm-hmm. you know, because it's one of those things. You can't copyright an idea. Yeah, right. You tell, you get a gold idea and you talk it up too much, someone right. will run off and do it before yeah. you start typing. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this great, I thought, really a fun script based mm-hmm. on this. She gave me a couple of notes. Basically, a chick wouldn't say that or mm-hmm. blah, 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 stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I polished it up and we went in as a team. And they did not buy our lovely pilot, but they offered us a staff writing job. And we really? took it. And wow. I did 20 weeks on uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. We mm-hmm. wrote a script for them. and uh, that was my show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, this is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Something in us was lacking, mm-hmm. clearly, because we got to the end of our first leg. Remember, I'm on, I'm on TNT now. We do 10, 13, 15. Mm-hmm. Right. Network does 20, 22, yes. 24. Yes. We made it to the middle of the season and they did not renew our contract. Mm-hmm. To me, I was getting fired. They were like, no, no, Jeff. Blah, blah. It's like, I've never been fired before. I'm pretty sure it is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like I'm back in the room with the porn guys in the mm-hmm. Disney boxes right now. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Right? So we did our time. I, you know, We did the best we could and it frankly was not good enough. Mm-hmm. They wow. let us go. Because mm-hmm. if they had thought it was good enough, if they, thought it was, they, they would have kept, kept you. Uh-huh. We it's finished real it talk. Out. That's mm-hmm. just That's how it is. Uh-huh. You can take it personally or not take it personally. I chose to take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, But 
when I called my agent, I said, look, I don't think we're going to make this cut. He's like, really? Because he's like, he's like, you know what you need to do? You need to email, um, you need to email the guys at Leverage, right? And tell them you're free. Because the week before, literally the week before, this is how cool John is. Mm. He's like, I know you've been trying to get on the show. Here's why you're not going to get on the show. Let me take you out to lunch. Mm. He takes me out to lunch and tells me, in, which was a lovely lunch that he paid for, mm. and tells me in very specific terms, here are the reasons why you will not be on this season of Leverage, season three. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was wow. like, but I couldn't get mad at it because it was all reasonable. And mm-hmm. he's an honest guy. He never has ever lied to me, never told me anything that didn't turn out to be true. Plus, is there anything plus, that you can mention? Um, it was all kind of like you don't have enough cred, you didn't have okay. enough street. You know, okay. you, basically what it boiled down to is you don't have enough experience. Okay. We're now in a phase of the show where it's kind of a hit for the network. Mm-hmm. They're not letting me bring in people that don't have something. They want like mid level or something. Right. Like that. And I said, <laughs> but I'm on this other show mm-hmm. now, I which I will be. I'm sorry to say it, folks, but I would have been happy to leave to go be on Leverage, which I've been trying to get on for right. two, right? So it's not that easy, by the way. I might have wanted to and still not been allowed. <laughs> um, it's still a contract. You know, right. there's, still, there's this thing called a contract, yeah. and your ass signed it. Right. So I don't think you're going anywhere. Right. But even if I'd wanted to, really, John's like, I don't poach. So Got it. like, that's mm-hmm. lovely, Jeff. I'm glad you like my show, but there's no fucking way I'm mm-hmm. doing that. Right. Right? right? So I was like, all right, damn, I guess I'll go back to my high-paying network job. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so but then I didn't have my high paying network job. Yeah. But you had to split it with your partner too, right? Yeah, but again, remember, this is the thing people forget. People get really exercised about, well, I got to share the money or whatever. And I'm like, what was your ass making last oh, week? I feel you. Okay. I was just making right? a point. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. half of that check is still more than my yes. mom made a week's teaching school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, now I'm on my ass because the guy who runs the show I want to be on to tell mm-hmm. me literally in words right. out loud to my face here's why you'll never be on my show mm-hmm. and the show I'm on which I'm like well at least you know at least mm-hmm. you know oh poor me I'm stuck right. on the Dick Wolf train <laughs> right uh, whoa, what what can happen here what, I wonder if it'll go off the tracks ever I'm you stuck know. on the Dick Wolf train you know it's like give me a fucking break right mm-hmm. my, these are my problems mm-hmm. right and then I'm not Mm. Right. right, and I have nowhere to go. So my agent's like, "Call him up." I said all this, and he's like, "Dude, just text the guy, see what mm. he says." Mm-hmm. Right. So I do. John's like, "What dates are you free?" And I'm like, "No, it's like, all right, message received." And by the way, John, if you ever hear this, that cryptic shit is horrible. <laughs> right? Because he's that guy. Sometimes he won't even respond. Really? It's like, or the response will be, "I have the information." Wow. And then you're like. Okay, you know. Mm. So I went through a so week. Basically, he was already ahead of the Sony stuff. He's like, I ain't saying shit. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there will be nothing. There will be no there email be train. No paper trail, right? nothing. Whatever. I don't know. I just think that's John's way. <laughs> that's true. But you know, he's like, okay, got it. And then I went through a week of hell waiting, going, mm. okay. My Aww. agent's like, I haven't heard anything. Whatever. Finally, I get this email from John. Mm-hmm. Call your agent. That's all it said, though. Really? It could have been anything, right? He could have called some oh, other God, friend of stress. his, or mm-hmm. you know, there's a job in Canada that maybe if you want to change citizenship, you can get, you know, <laughs> something, right? I call him up, and my agent was like, "Yeah, they want to bring you on the show as a staff writer." I'm like, "I'm already a staff writer." He's like, "Yeah, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. You, unless you want me to negotiate." I'm like, "Don't say anything. Don't do anything to queer this deal." Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. So I went through another week at criminal intent where I was just kind of like, and then I packed up my box in my office on Friday and on Monday I was on leverage for three seasons. Wow. Wow. And after leverage and then I, yeah. And then your next question was about writing animation. Yes. Um, Cause you've got the new, the, the other country. 
It's called the other. Country. The other. I made that myself. I know. I saw. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You can go on. You go on Jeff's uh, webpage. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you chuckling for? Because I'm a freak. I just do stuff. <laughs> I don't know. You know. I just. I just. I get sick of waiting. I just get sick. I want somebody else to do it. My job is to write stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at making up stuff and mm-hmm. writing dialogue mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'm not an animator. I had to teach myself how to. I can barely draw. But what I like about know? it is the fact that you wanted to do it and you, you did it because you got the trailer up and yeah. it's like. You're doing it. I am doing it. I am doing it. And here's yeah. why. And that's me. That's, that's yeah. what I do. Just, I know. I looked you I up. Yeah. I looked you up. And like, it's the same. Yeah. And what like, it is is I, I'm not a big fan of, of Empire. Right? Mm-hmm. I know I'm the one person. I'm certainly like maybe mm-hmm. half of the one black person. <laughs> but I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But I've been there and I've done that my yeah, whole we've life. Seen that. I okay. saw that in the 70s. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw that in the 80s. It's, it's dynasty with hip hop. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I am nothing against them. Much more power show. Sure. Fantastic. More black faces. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I look at my white counterparts and what they get to create for mm-hmm. the mass... They have a much wider range. It's the same Thank argument you. that Absolutely. I had when Thank I was a, back when I was point. an actor, yeah. right? Uh, my dreams don't involve cops. They don't involve drugs. They don't mm-hmm. involve music. Mm-hmm. They don't involve entertainment in that way. Okay. Right? I don't, my dreams involve space travel and right. sword play with mm-hmm. dragons and and uh, you know maybe uh, a spider kid that happens to be black or something <laughs> like that. And they always have, not mm-hmm. to the exclusion. Of anyone else, right? I have, and by the way, you probably have actually read them all. But if you went through my my catalog of work, you'll see gay people, you'll see white people, all you'll kinds see of people. every old, young. Sure. What the story needs is what I put in the exactly. story, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I'm a flat fielder. I mm-hmm. don't care about all those isms. Mm-hmm. I put people in as they need to be, and I don't have a filter about. Well, a gay man could never do this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no such thing as a gay, gay man. man. I agree. Right? right? There's right. no such thing as a black person right. or a woman. Exactly. There's Phyllis or Mike, <laughs> right? Or, you know, right. or Chantal or whatever the <laughs> fuck the person <laughs> right. person, right? right? So, but what I noticed was the Avatar cartoon. Is pound for pound probably until until this last season of Steven Universe, mm-hmm. I would have said was the most subversive uh, and excellent piece of American fiction wow. um, that was put on. Well, as bad as black folks had it, uh, Asian Americans have had it way worse <laughs> on television. And all this shit is ganked. <laughs> here comes this show <laughs> that make. By the way, when you're working in animation, there's a whole bunch of rules they tell you you can't do. Uh, Avatar on day one broke 100% of those rules yeah. and I was like how is this show on the air you know mm-hmm. how is it keeping going oh my god now they skipped 100 they skipped 75 years in their own future and it's now steampunk <laughs> what the fuck is going on here and now they're gay at the end of it what is going on you know <laughs> and I was just like okay black folks right and again, nothing against the people who are making the shows that I do get to see. Mm-hmm. I like Black Dynamite. It makes me laugh, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm not a big fan of the cartoon version of the Boondocks. I much prefer the newspaper Oh, my strip. God, yes. Mm-hmm. The, right? the, when they but, put all the comics but that's just me. together. Yeah. Right? And, and I don't have anything against them doing their take. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like, oh, God damn them for, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever. But what I notice is I don't see... What I saw was Reggie Hudlin did Cosmic Slop in the early 90s, and the, uh, the Hughes brothers did Book of Eli mm-hmm. more recently. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for black sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. After Earth, which is a studio movie starring mm-hmm. the biggest movie star in the world and right. his kid. And right. it flops. Right. And it flops. Well, it flops well, in the U.S. It did here. fine elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. That's a whole, there's a whole rest of the world out there. I just, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank we have a tendency you. to see with domestic oh, yeah. sales. Yes. Domestic yeah. sales, yeah. that is often a micro compared yeah. to what right. you can get exactly. elsewhere. There's a whole rest of the world. Right. Sure. 
But one way or another, these you know, Will Smith, a Will Smith movie is a Will Smith movie. It's Mm -hmm. not a sci-fi movie, even if it's a sci-fi. Right. True. Just the same way a Tom Cruise movie. Just same way. uh, uh, What's his name? The the most perfect man in the world, Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. Um, those are Tom Hanks movies. Whatever he does, True. a significant number of people are going to show up. Because it's that brand. Right. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. the last round of movie stars. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So with that, I looked up and I was like, no one's making any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I piss off some real animators, like, who the fuck is this guy saying <laughs> he's throwing the gauntlet down? I worked uh, at Disney for blah, blah, blah. Right. I am a Pixar graduate. <laughs> Good. Go make it and shut me the fuck up. Right. Because I'll tell you what. In about a year, I'm going to have a half hour worth of animation that I did by myself. Right. I taught myself. Because you said, because you said that on your webpage. Right. I was looking at it. You said, you know what? It's time for us to make our. I wish I could go to his webpage and read what he said. Because it's like, you know what? If you think you can do it, shut me up and do something and show yeah, me something. Yeah, go do it. I want to be in your it. audience. Yeah. I'd rather not have to do any of this shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Know? you. I said you know? the reason why I went into screenwriting is like mm. they weren't making stuff that I wanted to see and I got to write my own shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? So, so that's what it is. Um, but writing for animation is basically the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a room usually. They have the two, the, the titles are different, but let's call them the showrunner, producers, okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's, it's much more heavily dominated by the people who draw. Okay. Right, but what they do is they'll have some. They don't really have season arcs usually, although mm-hmm. clearly Avatar broke that rule too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they'll bring you in. You'll pitch out some stuff. They'll say, "Oh, that fits, or that doesn't, or that's really neat." You'll work it out with them in the room. Mm-hmm. You'll usually, at least in my experience, you'll walk out and either they'll tell you in the moment you got it, or that afternoon you'll mm-hmm. find out. Okay. Uh, and then you write it. The difference in actual writing is this: in a screenplay or a TV episode. You are told over and over again, the biggest fault new writers have is they tell the director what shots to make. Mm-hmm. That's not your job. Just mm-hmm. tell them where the shot takes place, and unless it's very specific, like it must be zeroed in on this piece of the paper mm-hmm. or something, that's mm-hmm. not your job. True. In animation, you have to call out every single change. Mm. Like if wow. there's, you know, like if you need a guy to turn and be close on the eye, if you, because mm-hmm. it's all for dramatic effect. Uh, and animation started. It's all visual. Anyway. It's all mm-hmm. visual. Yeah, yeah, animated yeah. started being drawn first before there were screenwriters okay. working on it at all. Mm-hmm. So the language is still like hyper visual. Mm-hmm. The way that animators understand it is still completely visual. Mm-hmm. So it was a weird switch to um, to be to break the rules that you spent ten years making sure okay. you never yeah. break. Yeah. But it's also fun because they're short. And I do Boys Adventure, which is there's not a lot of that right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. but. It lets you. T- it's basically the difference between writing a novel and a short story. Mm-hmm. You can do it more quickly. There are some rules that are you, no profanity, no sex, whatever. Like you were going to do that anyway. It's freaking Ben Ten. I'm not going <laughs> to. Let me ask you a question because we're, we're probably going to put this out. Well, yeah, on Monday okay. next week. Okay, the following week. Um, Wait, not tomorrow. The week after. The week after. Okay. So we're probably we're probably going to miss when you and Paul do your event, right? Oh yeah, Let's, no, that's the following weekend. The, the following a week from a week from yesterday. It's next. Yes, yes. you'll be right so, after. Yeah, it. yeah, we'll be yeah. after. Okay, I was going to tell you to talk about about that. the hatch, but you still can talk about it a little uh, bit because because you guys are going to do more. Yeah, we're gonna yeah Let's we're gonna do a bunch more. You, and, and by the way, you live like eight minutes from my house. I can always come back. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. anytime you. want. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll this, definitely get this, it in. Yeah, anytime you want. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where are these? Oh damn, I, I could walk over there if I wasn't lazy. Because <laughs> sometimes, as you see, we do episodes where we just. Go in with ourselves. Yeah. So maybe we could just do an episode where we just, it's not 
an interview Official, with you. It's yeah. more just us Chatting talking about. about right. Yeah, we'll sure. do that then. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. Like, there's movies. I see you talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything I, you know, like I went crazy for Twelve Monkeys this year. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But the guy who created Twelve Monkeys noticed that I went crazy for Twelve oh, Monkeys, really? and every time all I would write was monkeys. I know. Like, oh, here we go. Right. But the thing was, it's real sci-fi. It's like straight up, not apologizing. And I was like, and they never dropped the ball one time. Mm-hmm. They were, they finished that season like clunk clunk. Okay, and that's out. you. Rest of rest right. of TV. Mm-hmm. Right, that's you. Game right. of Thrones. I'm right. talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking right to you. Game <laughs> of Thrones. You're not the only game. Okay, you know. I love loved it. it. I love mm-hmm. the confidence. I just loved it. Mm. You know, but. I talk about it, but I can be a fan just like anybody else. Yeah, definitely. Oh my God. definitely. I'm a yes. fan of show. I'm so I know we're supposed to be in competition with each other, but if somebody puts out awesome work, you got to go see it and support it because yeah. it's like you like, love that stuff. I, 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 well, I told I told um, I don't know if Paul told you, but I I offered him that I would produce a show for you guys if you guys want to do a podcast. He didn't even tell you did he? a podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I want to. I would say I would say a provisional yes to that because I fucking love Paul, but. Let us do our seminar first. No, I mean, I mean, never... in conjunction with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. you guys start with that and get it out, and then we could do one of these once a month. If you want to do it, whatever. Uh, if Paul's down for it, I'm down for it. Yeah, I, I'll say that officially. I, I, I'll show. Because I'm trying it. to. We could t- tell them the one you guys want to do. Oh, we're just yeah. doing our, our. Me and me and Kevy, we're doing our uh, cosmic cafe. We talk about pop culture and just really go in and like just be honest about stuff. And like I said, that's what I respect about Jeff. Like mm-hmm. follow him on Twitter and just talking about writing because mm-hmm. he don't bullshit you. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to do that. There's no. Life yeah. Is short. Like, hey, here's you know. how it is. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wish everyone could just do that and mm-hmm. stop being. And well, Paul's the same way, too. Paul's the same way. Paul's yeah, like, I ain't going to bullshit is. you. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, I respect that so much. Well, also, remember, I've had hands, the hands that have been given. Everybody wants the hookup. Mm-hmm. Right. But the handout, quote, unquote, that I've been given over and over again in my life is some writer who's further along than me mm-hmm. has told me what's real. Right. Yes. At a stage of my life where I was like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading mm-hmm. all these books mm-hmm. and seeing this shit on these magazines. And he's like, no, it's this. But that's not very, I know, but this is mm-hmm. what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you can move forward with the right information sure. or mm-hmm. quit. Right. And you go, that, all right, that's it. That's my time. I'm out. Right. But you can only do it really if you know. True. And writers who got nothing out of it, writers who didn't take a dime from me, and it wasn't going to hurt or help their career one way. I was just mm-hmm. some schmo out of nowhere. On, like um, Dayton Ward mm-hmm. is a great writer of, mm-hmm. of tie-in fiction and other fiction as well. Mm-hmm. I contacted him out of the blue yeah. after my second Star Trek contest book because basically mm-hmm. those are amateur writers mm-hmm. right and I was like look I want to translate this into you know you went from you were the you were the only person who ever three-peated in this contest mm-hmm. and you write the books now mm-hmm. you know is there a way not like a hookup but what's yeah, the yeah. procedure I don't want to annoy these wisdom right. yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to get some game what's the best way to approach one of these editors right. who's never met me mm-hmm. right right and he's like oh just dollar blah 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 and he says and I was like really he's like well yeah, not anybody. You yeah. just won the freaking contest two years in a row. Mm-hmm. You're they know who you are, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. they have to, not in a big way, but yeah, like they just have to prove it, right. right? So I was like, oh, okay. And he said, and then be prepared to wait because he's swamped. Mm. He's always swamped. Right. Hit him up, and he'll be polite. But if he disappears for five months, don't lose your mind and start okay. running up and down the walls. And right. he's lying <laughs> to me, and the fix is in again. Uh-huh. He's like, he's just fucking busy, right. you know. And that's exactly what happened. Three months after, he said, "Hey, yeah, send me some stuff," and I sent him some stuff. And then, which he shot down all of, like my entire catalog of any Star Trek idea that I'd had <laughs> since I was 10. Yeah. Now, 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 we're not doing that. Now, 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 already did it. Now, now, now. And I was like, God damn, it was brutal. And it was email. No, 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 no. I was out. 
And then three months later, would you like to be in this book? Really? Wow. You know? I forgot. So the content was still there. The way you, your writing mm-hmm. was still there. Right. It was just, just the pitches weren't yeah, right. Yeah. And sure. We mm-hmm. have a story, you know. But none of that would have happened had I been the timid boy mm-hmm. that went, well, I've done my little thing. Right. I won my little contest. And none of it would have happened if I'd been like the asshole. Well, I won the freaking contest, which mm-hmm. I only got second prize. But fuck that other guy. Right. You know, right. you should read my brilliance. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, both right. those people fuck both of them. Sure. Right. I don't like timid motherfuckers because mm-hmm. this is a gladiator sport. And I don't like... <laughs> And I don't like. Um, it is. Just, just be like, you didn't show up with your battle gear at all. You, you, what the fuck home. you think go you're home. doing? That, that's, go why, go that, home. that's why I can ask serious. you the question uh, about the A personalities. Do you feel like it's full of? But it isn't like that extent? because it's different kinds of. We say this in our in mm-hmm. our seminar all the mm-hmm. time. Me and Brandon. I shouldn't say our Brandon seminar. Right. Mm-hmm. But I always. Everybody says, why do you always say it like it's violent? Like it's a gunfighter. It's mm-hmm. a, and I'm like, because it is. You got to belt of bullets or you got a bunch of swords and some shields whatever you think the best weaponry is and then you go into that arena and you take your chances sure. but mm-hmm. if you walk in naked just take your ass home because <laughs> I'm a nice guy and I will chop your ass down at mm-hmm. the ankles mm-hmm. to get to the thing right. not because it's personal not because I'm a jerk I'm just better mm-hmm. if you didn't come prepped it's almost like an insult to the people who did right, right? all these people did whatever so that mm-hmm. guy's got cardboard armor on <laughs> He's in round two, and he came in here with cardboard armor. Mm-hmm. You think you can take him naked, boy? I'm worried mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. I got a lightsaber, and I'm worried. That's right. You know, if you're not that guy, take your ass home. Mm-hmm. But if you come in like I am Caesar, better be it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know what will happen. All the people who are fighting one another will immediately shift Other focus person. to your ass oh, right. and pile on you, and they'll be a team. They'll be the Avengers just long enough right. to kill you, right. and then go back to fighting each other. Right. Right. So just take it seriously. Just take it seriously. It's serious. Lots of money is in play. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. these guys are spending millions to make billions, mm-hmm. and those millions get disseminated out to the stars and the writers and the, the guys who design the sets and the gaffer and the mm-hmm. best boy. Mm-hmm. All those people are a little chunk of that, but each one of those people is an expert. Right? They're being paid more than another person. They got their union too, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that guy who's a gaffer on this show, he had to fight for that gig. That's right. mm-hmm. There's six other guys who could have mm-hmm. taken that gig, or 10 or 15 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. He came to play. You didn't come to play. Go take that street ball ass exactly. home. Mm-hmm. Take exactly. that home. This is the this is triple A ball. Mm-hmm. This is the NBA. Mm-hmm. This is the NFL. This mm-hmm. is not what you play in your fucking sandlot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's cute. Mm-hmm. I'll show up and clap with your parents. Sure. You know, right. but uh, you're not getting a fucking blue. What are they? Those blue ribbon, star, blue ribbon <laughs> just for showing up. Uh-huh. And no prize for showing exactly. up. Yeah. You get nothing for that's zero. Well, look, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> get no prize for Jeff is an asshole. Wait, he wait. Gave us some game. You got, you got prize. Well, ask him a question. Ask me one quick question. See, see, see? I did. Well, about one of his books or something. Anything. That might get you. Yeah, nobody ever asked ask me about my books. Ask me anything about my books, and you win. What's the the next book that you're working on now? <laughs> wow, no one has ever asked me that. Do I get a uh, I am working on a fairy tale related thing called Tailspin, mm. um, which uh, is two thirds of the way done. Okay, but is in perpetual hold because Ooh. I keep getting employed to write. God damn oh, darn it, this you. Is darn it. You know. People right. paying you to write shit and you trying to write shit. Watch, watch me take Hillier now. Uh, he just give you the real shit. If you asked me a question about a book, 
Uh, <gasps> oh my god! I'm gonna give you it's Dreamnasium. Oh my god, it's Dreamnasium. Yeah, give you a copy yes. of my. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Jeff. See what I do? See how awesome. I, do? I got two books at least. That's, that's right. That's right. <sighs> she, she, she oh my god, I got Ishu in here yeah, too. Oh my that's god. My um. So yeah. Love so, it. That's Thank you. So for where can people me. find you, buddy? You love can find it, me at it. jeffreythorn.com. Okay. Um. All of my. My social media related stuff is linked there, but do we do we need to give them a disclaimer about if they follow you on Twitter? Because <laughs> he he, he, he be going he, in, he be going in, but also on Facebook. I remember what was it last year? You cleaned out everybody. Like, look, oh, if yeah. you ever follow me, I'm getting rid of everybody. Yeah, I dumped most of my Facebook stuff for a fan page because I was getting a lot of um, it was just a lot of negativity on Facebook, yeah, sure. and I was just like, I don't need this. Right. So if you want to see me on Facebook, I have a fan page. Eh, find me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's what do I tell them? Game of Thorns or do I say Jeff Thorne? I don't know how it works. You can say both. Say All right, both. Game of Thorns on Twitter. Uh, that's good because that's funny, right? That's <laughs> yeah, funny. That's, that's, good. Good. That's, that's good. good. See how I do. That's how I do. See how I did that. That was funny. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I'm I have a presence at the Reggie Hudlin forums. I have a presence at um, Black. The, the the Black Science Fiction Society, mm-hmm. okay. uh, but primarily those Twitter and my website are probably okay. the best mm-hmm. if you want to see my own posts and stuff. Like right. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, don't don't um, if you love me from in the heat of the night, just understand that boy is not me. <laughs> that was a character I played. Uh, uh, I am I am a different human being than Wilson. <laughs> He's like I'm a grown ass man, dog. Very different man. person. Don't than be that don't be thinking I'm be Wilson. So, I'm exactly. just saying I don't want you to be upset. Where you at, Lisa? <laughs> I'm on Twitter, and you can also hit me up and uh, reach for my stuff on Bitch Flicks. So okay. check me out. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I'm your host Hilliard Gas. You guys can find me on Twitter at Screenwriters RR or check us out at Hilliard Guess. Thank you. Um, Jeff is giving us all kind of presents. I know. I need all this <laughs> stuff. We're getting all, all his comics all and all things. his books. Um, I need and, um, my special, life. special shout out to some countries. Man, we're doing really good in England. I mean, all across England. Manchester, um, London, of course. Um, um, Essex. Freaking Brixton. I mean, it's crazy, dude. Um, Worldwide. Uh-huh. And, and um, Australia, Brazil, um, China, Japan. That just kills me that some of the countries we're in. Lithuania. I kill mean, it. Kill it's it. a trip. That's what you're supposed to do. So, There's the yeah. rest of the world out there. Exactly. So, anyway, we appreciate all you guys and thank you guys very, very much. You guys know what to do. Yep. On the show, <laughs> we do keep we? it street. Do we? We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? 2015. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the ramp room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules. Just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. Any topic. Even the random. I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We gonna grow shit. Welcome to the ramp room. Uh, that's it. That's all I got to say.